Sneaky Podcast, Episode 2. This is thrilling. My palms are sweaty. I'm so excited to do this because I get to talk more with less cutoffs on Instagram. This is a fucking blessing. Okay, so this episode is all about my top rated restaurants in La Jolla. The categories are crazy. They're avant-garde. They're not standard. They're wild. Let's jump right in. La Jolla's Hidden Gems. Ready, set, go. Number one for me is Dulce Vida. It's on that little alley. It's on Prospect, so you're still getting the vibes. You go there, you're walking on Prospect, and then all of a sudden the person you're with is like, where are we going? And you're like, don't worry, I'm a La Jolla master. Boom, you skirt right or you skirt left if you're coming the other way on Prospect and you pull up on Dulce Vida. Okay, they have some incredible, incredible pastas. The vibe is really amazing. You sit outside, it's like fire lit. The wine's delicious. The desserts are incredible. They have this one pasta. It's like the short rib rigatoni. It's unreal. It really is, and it makes you feel like you're a little bit in Italy. You know, it's got a vibe to it. It's not pretentious at all. Like, you know, you kind of go the Piotti route, okay, like date night or friends dinner. But to me, Piotti, you sit at the bar or you go in, but I just, I'm really not a fan of like the reservation in La Jolla thing. Like we're core. We do not need to make reservations. I want to go somewhere and have fun and not feel the need to be stressed by a rezo. So to me, that's the hidden gem of Dulce Vida. Okay. Another hidden gem in LJ. My parents and I, we spend time and time walking the streets, identifying hidden gems. I'm going to tell you my second pick, Shiku. Shiku Sushi is a hidden gem. Never, you're never going to wait. That is a beautiful thing. It's really core local. Every time I go there, I see a lot of lokes. The food is incredible. I want to compare it to Himitsu. Hard to do, but I'm willing to compare it to Himitsu in some regard. Their nigiri is phenomenal. Sitting at the bar is a slam dunk. They bring you free mochi sometimes. The girls that work there are awesome. Big hugs all around. I love pulling up on Shiku. I really, really do. All right, let's think. Third hidden gem. Let me just place a little time constraint on this. It's middle of the week. You're hungry. You're with someone visiting LJ. Okay, you're with someone visiting and you want to kind of show them the hidden gems of our community. Huh, I'd probably... Oh, here we go. Done. El Ranchero. I would take a visitor that wants to feel the core experience that you've already taken to El Pescador, right? To the hidden gem of El Ranchero. A lot of people wouldn't... If you're local, this isn't a hidden gem for you. But if you are visiting, this is a core hidden gem. You will place a tostado... What's their... Oh, the cheese crisp in a core memory of your purse of the guest. The cheese crisp is the top order at El Ranchero. I personally don't like El Ranchero margaritas. They are very sweet. You have to get really particular. And El Ranchero margaritas kind of get you too lit. I would just go with a beer. Boom, done. I would do the cheese crisp and a chilarieno and a ceviche. Their ceviche is fantastic. A true La Jolla hidden gem. Are you ready? You're not going to believe it when I this comes out of my mouth. The olive oil experience. Okay, let me just explain this. The olive oil experience is a hidden gem in La Jolla. Because you have no idea it's there. You pull up to the olive oil experience. You think, I do not need a single thing in this store. I do not need an olive jar. I do not need overpriced olive oil. But guess what? You didn't go all the way to the back and see the menu. A seasonal berry salad, caprese, 
all these amazing dips, the wine, the whole menu, the view, the deck. It is actually next level. And you know what? I can't believe I've lived in La Jolla, had history, six generations here, been here my whole life and never pulled up on the olive oil experience. I highly recommend this. It is unlikely. It is not your average. You will never wait for a table. You are going to go there at around 3 p.m. on a summer's day. You're going to be strolling around La Jolla, have the best little operativo meal. Then you're going to walk out. Maybe you'll get a Oh, you know, an ice cream at a boy. And you're going to continue with your day and just think, how pleasant was that? It's Thanksgiving weekend. It's a Christmas holiday. The entire family's in town. They're visiting. Where do you go? Number one, El Pescador. You got to take the fam to El Pescador. They're visiting from the Midwest, okay? They don't get fish like this. Share that opportunity with them. Let them bask in the glory of a sashimi plate, of a smoked salmon burrito, of poke. Let them really just soak that in. The scallops, the oysters, enjoy it. The vibes, the hotties. El Pescador is known to shock and awe those that visit because it's so core. All right, number two, the family's visiting. Where do you take them? I would definitely say Barbarella. No, I'm actually going to not say Barbarella because the owners have changed. I love Barbarella. However, the neon fluorescent lighting in the back makes it almost impossible to eat because you cannot see the food. So I'm not going to say Barbarella. I would in the past. Instead, I'm going to say Piotti with a reservation. Take the family to Piotti. That's a wonderful treat. You know, it's going to be an expensive dinner, but you're there for the vibes. You're there for the love. It's holiday time. I like Piotti in the winter because I like to be cozier at Piotti. Piotti in the summer is kind of a mess. To be honest, I haven't been once this summer. I sat at the bar one time. Otherwise, I've had to avoid a lot of my usual go-to spots given the tourist attraction that have pounced on our community in the past two years. Thank you, COVID, in both positive and negative ways. So, yeah, I would probably say Piotti with a res. Um, whole family's here. Oh, let me think. Let's say it's lunchtime. All right, it's lunch. I would probably walk my family down Wall Street. That's what I would do. I'd pull them up to Park at Bank of California. That's an easy hack. Then you take a little tour. You go the coast walkway. You take them on the dirt path. You show them all the seals and everything. You do the whole tour. Then, boom, you take them near where the La Jolla Cove Suites Hotel is. You make them walk up those stairs, which are super cool and unique and special. They're going to be sweating. They're going to be loving it. They're getting their family workout in. You guys are hustling and bustling each other up those steps, arm in arm. Then you walk them into Eddie V's. You ask to go sit at the bar. You get a high table in the bar area, and you have a beautiful afternoon lunch. You're getting views, you're maybe getting a drink, maybe you get a seafood tower for the crew, and you wrap it up there. You potentially have dessert there because I love their banana, what's that, banana foster, something delish, that dessert that's on fire, it's wonderful. But if you're not going to stay for dessert at EVs, you go to Baboy, which is a La Jolla classic, Elky, huge shout out, worked there in high school fantastic we had every flavor you can imagine my parents actually asked that elkie didn't work there anymore because my dad was putting on a couple lbs so and the rest of the family did as well so we had to cut that job off a little bit earlier than maybe none of us would have liked 
but it was good times nonetheless. It's a Thursday night. It's summer. You are going on the hottest day ever. You're serving it up. You're looking amazing. Where do you go? Where do you go? Boom. Top pick, George's Bar. Always a slam dunk. Never mess around. Top pick, George's Bar. Sit there. Order an appetizer. Do sunset. Really vibe it out. If you're straight up thriving and vibing, boom. Walk into La Valencia. Get a drink. Take it to the pool. I can tell you how to open that door. Johnson 100 is the room you use. This is a hack. This is a slam down makeout central kiss area. Best breakfast in La Jolla. No questions asked. Number one, Harry's. Don't bother me on this. Harry's is the second old. No, it's the oldest establishment in La Jolla. The second oldest is Gerard Gourmet. Let me dive into that rec review afterwards. But Harry's slam dunk. Number two, the cottage. Jason is incredible. If you went to La Jolla High or Bishops at some point, you worked at the cottage. You did. I know it. The cottage is the best. And if the line's too long for you, go up to Jason and be like, hey. And he will most likely see you because he's G like that for L to LJ. Um, number three, best breakfast in La Jolla. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Coffee cup. There's some overlapping categories here. Coffee cup's fantastic. I'm going to say sugar and scribe is often a top rated pick. But to me, the menu has been the same for a very long time. And I think it's dirty inside. Just being honest. Okay. I've seen flies there. I feel like it's dirty. Someone has had something in their food they didn't like. And um, yeah, it just doesn't quite do it for me. Um, the lot has a wonderful breakfast. And there's no one there. So you can pull up to the lot with your fam, sit down, chill, no stress, no pressure. I love that. It's really good for breakfast. I don't like their dinner and I don't like their Best lunch. coffee in La Jolla. Go. Okay. To me, if you're talking purely on coffee flavor, not necessarily on core, I love parakeet. Okay. I know it's cliche. I know it's expensive, but I love it. I really do. Um, I don't want to make it my first pick. I'm going to change my first pick right now. Okay, this is the spot to go for matcha. This is a Japanese tea house. Believe it or not, this is also one of the most hidden gems. It's on Gerard Street next to where Harvard Cooking Girl used to be. It's called Sabar. I'm going to, hold on, let me get the name. I'm going to search it literally right now. Japanese tea house. La Jolla. Oh my god. And I had a matcha from here. This place is just, it's called Paru. Paru 7441 Gerard Avenue, Suite B. It is kind of interesting, like opening, interesting on opening times. Okay, Monday's closed, Tuesday's closed, Wednesday from 11 to 5, Sunday to 11 to 5 open. This place is straight up iconic. The tea is heaven sent. If you're talking high level teas, okay, I would go there. But best coffee in LJ. All right. Parakeet's a winner to me. Um, Elixir is a winner. It's in that shopping center where no one goes ever. And there's that, that chocolate store with all the, like, the chocolatey crazy candies and hearts and Santas and stuff. Where, you, where Beaming used to be. I loved Beaming. It was overpriced. I loved it. Closed. This shopping center needs a lot of love. I'm just going to say that. It needs a lot of love. I think it's weird because you have to step down into it people feel trapped i feel like this place is a weird energy sucker in lj because it was jacks it was panera it's never really been anything great 
And I think that place probably needs a gym in it or it needs like some workout classes or it needs some activity to stir it up. There's that IV room in there, which kind of scares me. There's the brow lounge. I mean, it's got some stuff, but like holla if you ever go there. I used to work sometimes on their couches, which were cute, but okay, core brick and bell. Pull up to Brick and Bell always. It's always good. It's never overpriced. Okay, Brick and Bell, a hack. They have the best acai bowl. It's the sugariest, but it's the best acai bowl in La Jolla, I swear, hands down. Um, okay, let's go best acai bowl categories right now. I love Juice Caboose's acai bowl. It's not organic. That's a huge issue. I love Parakeet, parakeet Juicery. It's fantastic. It's also overpriced, and the spoons are wooden. I really do not like that at all. If they changed their wooden spoons and made their bowls plastic or some reusable plastic and not paper, I also would go there more. I hate those two things about parakeet, parakeet juicery. So, Il Gardino de Lily, go there. This guy is amazing. His name is Giuseppe. He's not the same Giuseppe as Giuseppe's Catering next to Condor with Condor. Um, it's new. The toasts are awesome. The pastries are awesome. The coffees are really, really, really good. Um, they have a small fly problem. I think they're working on that. And yeah, I really enjoy it. I really did. Okay. Everyone knows this block on Prospect. It's Better Buzz, Richard Walker, and the Greek restaurant. I'm going to be honest with you. I would avoid this section of Prospect at all costs. I don't see the need to pull up to Better Buzz ever. I don't see the need to go to Richard Walker ever. I would go to Harry's all the time. I don't see the need to go to that Greek place either. It's okay. La Jolla didn't have a Greek restaurant before. Fact check me if I'm wrong on that. But I did not necessarily like anything I got there. If I want Greek, I go to Athena's outside of LJ in PB. There you go. I want to talk about the other side of the street, Bubba's. Bubba's is and has been a La Jolla iconic location. It's been there for a long time. People don't go there. However, it's good. But if I want barbecue, I'm not going to go to Bubba's. I'm going to go to Phil's always. Restaurants I would take a pass on even though you're going to have at least three or four friends throughout the year convince you to go and you're going to have to go anyways. All right, number one, take a pass on. The food never does it for me. I always get a little bit uh, feeling afterwards. They have one fantastic drink on the menu. It's a lychee martini. Otherwise, it used to have strippers there, I swear. It used to be kind of a prosy energy. It felt like, I don't know if that's true, might not be sharing rumors. Just saying, I would take a pass on herringbone. I just would. They've done a lot to make it nice. They put money into it. But it just doesn't quite have the feeling of home. It doesn't feel good to me. I'm sorry. I I am. Okay. Number two, I would take a pass on. This place never quite did it for me. The octopus is great. It's a little chewy. I'd rather go to El Pescador. Is Catania. Catania never quite felt good to me. I don't know why. I'm just going with my intuition on this. Okay, number three, I would take a pass on is Isola. I'm sorry as well. You know, I just don't feel like it ne- It never quite hit for me. I didn't have a core memory with a good thing. The booths are, I sat in this booth there with like four people and we were just, no one could eat our elbows or banging and it just felt uncomfy. 
and the food didn't quite work for me. Just being honest. Okay, you guys may have seen this on my Instagram. The long and anticipated opening of Marisi Sister Restaurant to Puesto on Herschel and Wall. Let me tell you, I've talked about, I've, I want to bring up some new things aside from my IG. This is my recommendation going next time and what I'll probably do. I like to go there on a date, like fun datey vibe. Um, girl date, guy date, whatever, you know, bestie date, any, any kind of date, but like, I'd want to go one-on-one so you can really talk and like enjoy the spirit. I don't necessarily want to go with a big party because I want to just go and sit at the bar. It's the same bar as Whisk and Ladle, very identical layout. Um, I would sit at the bar. I would order an Aperol spritz to start. I'd like to go around five. I'd go Aperol spritz to start, a little operativo. I'd do carpaccio. Then I'd go into a pasta, and then I'd do an espresso martini to finish, and that would be it for me there. Like, I don't really feel the need to go back and sit and have a long dinner again. I enjoyed it, and I loved the company. Thank God you know who you are. But I would not... I don't know. I wouldn't go back and order the same stuff. I told my parents, I was like, Bill and Tish, you guys pull up on Maracy, sit at the bar, and just enjoy it. They're non-drinkers, you know, because they're so transcendental next level, just in love, 57 years, sorry, 47 years of marriage. Um, Yeah, and they would probably just, like, do a little, like, Lady in the Tramp pasta moment. And I really want that for them. And I would probably go and just sit next to them and try to hold their hands while they did that. Um, you know, Maurice is to me a 7.4 out of 10. Honest opinion. All right, La Jolla's lunchbox. This is the playpen of where the working La Jolla people go for lunch. Guess where it is? Himitsu, clay oven, condor, marketplace grill, keg and bottle. If you know this little area where Porkyland used to be, that is where the working, the downtown La Jolla's, where they work, that's where they go to lunch. And it is wonderful. Marketplace Grill is always and will always be a fave. I don't love it as much as a lot of people do, but I'll stand by everyone that loves it because it is special and it is good. I just think that I always go and share stuff with people and I've never really had a moment to really like suck my teeth into it and really had a moment but i love it i do love condor i think it's awesome they had this grilled peaches and burrata dish i had once there it really blew me away i remembered it deeply and i love himitsu i do it's hard to get into i don't necessarily have an easy slam dunk connect into himitsu so it's rare that i just pull up on it and sit i usually go there with more of an intention or a res so it's just, you know, I don't like having to plan where I'm going to eat. I just want to, like, drive there and eat, you know, because that's how it should be in La Jolla. But it's not that way anymore. I'm shifting my perspective. Reservations are cool, and I'm trying to adapt to that slowly. While we're on La Jolla's lunchbox, if you want to talk about the true delicatessen of what is lunch in La Jolla, that is Gerard Gourmet. I think I've eaten at Gerard Gourmet at least three times a week since I was in seventh grade. It stands as a pillar of my tummy and it will always be the most special place to eat lunch in La Jolla. I don't care what anyone else 
says about that because it is unlikely, but it is the ultimate best. The sandwiches, the Gerard special is incredible. The soups are always good. They'll give you so much bread. If you want to pull up, have a quick breakfast, lunch. I go pretty much any time of the day. They're closed for dinner past seven. So I go in, I pull up early, but it's just amazing. Diane runs that place like a tight ship that has never heard of the Titanic. She is just on point. She runs it right. She runs it tight. Everyone there is so wonderful. And, you know, that's just a place where I've created so many core memories. And that's where I really feel like going to lunch. When you go to lunch, you want to go somewhere where you're so happy just to sit down. It's familiar. Your tummy is used to the food. And that's all you can ask for. Gerard Gourmet is the second oldest establishment in La Jolla. Can you believe that? Right beside Harry's. Amazing. La Jolla's most unlikely top picks. I'm going to go with the Green Door Cafe. You would not think to go here because Trilogy shines its crystal light through the sky so brightly. Kind of become a little bit annoying. I'm sorry, Trilogy. I used to love you guys. I feel like it's gotten a little kooky over the past two years. I'm going to go Green Door because they're right underneath Trilogy, but the guy slaves his way to the top. His food is incredible, and it's an unlikely spot to go, but it's so worth it. It's absolutely phenom. It's I think it's cleaner food than Trill. TBH, there's no view, but who cares? And then right across the way, used to be Williams-Sonoma, is now this new place that has flowers on the front. There's an incredible bakery in there yeah you wouldn't think so it's unlikely it's an awesome bakery and okay I love it. it's september 20th we are anticipating winter at least i am i pray to god that winter is on its way soon please lord it's been a long summer it's winter time where do you go in la jolla you got out of the water you took a shower you're cozy mode what happens next you drive yourself up nautilus and you go to turmeric thai you check yourself into turmeric thai and you stay there until your belly is warm and content with the most delicious thai food i would say south of los angeles to me this food is so core it's so delish and it's just really like reminiscent of really great times. I love this place. Always go to turmeric tie in the winter. Don't even think about it. Wrap on LJ's restaurants according to Almost Nakey Top Picks. This is only the first one of this kind. We are going to do a lot more. I want to hear everyone's opinions because this is just mine off the cuff. Nothing written down, just kind of like feeling it. So let's see what everyone else has to say. And we're going to publish an actual Almost Nakey Top Picks once we get to the end of the year with like our, our full section of categories. And um, of course, like feedback from everybody. So holla at me if you enjoyed this, if you think it's useful or if you absolutely hated it i also am curious later see you in the next okay so the next episode is super special because i'm bringing tish on i have a very controversial statement that i'm gonna make on the next episode and tish backs it up 100 she's been married to bill johnson for 47 years their anniversary is coming up and she has the credibility of a freaking racehorse that just won the Kentucky Derby and Del Mar and the Beverly Hills race, whatever that is. She is a source and a Rolodex of knowledge. So I'm going to have her actually dive the hell into this topic. 
It has to do with relationships. She's a superstar mega icon. I can't wait to have her on. We've already started recording. So let's check in later. Also, the last hurrah. Tickets are flying. We're bringing in a mechanical bull confirmed. Things are getting actually crazy off the Richter scale because we're about to fight for our right to party on Prospect once again. Love you all. Later.